Ask any coach, where do you win the games? And they're going to tell you up front. On this episode of Locked on Browns podcast, we preview the big uglies up front, where they go, who's the best, and how the Cleveland Browns are going to run this football. We'll do it now on the next Locked on Brown podcast. You are Locked on Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound LGB on the LLB, the Locked On Browns podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day your host jeff lloyd at jeff underscore lj underscore lloyd mr garrett bush at g bush 91 part of the ultimate cleveland sports show 11 to 1 monday through friday on youtube of course 92.3 the fan the barbershop you can catch it always on saturdays it's summer hours so the barbershop might be open a little bit more often over at 92.3 so make sure you check in out uh for that as well today's episode of locked on browns is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. If you want to get in there, maybe MLB Home Run Derby, MLB All Star Game, all that going on this week. But good news is, is you know most of professional sports is kind of off this week. Um, you got teams tomorrow uh, with rookies coming to camp. I try to tell you guys, Fourth of July. It's kind of like the. Uh, Swan song the summer for a lot of us in the content business. Uh, certainly for Garrett and I here is, you know, it's it's time to, hey, it might be tough to make that barbecue. It might be tough to make little Billy's sixth birthday party, whatever it is. We got work to do. And we're going to continue here uh, our Browns training camp series. Um, we're going to focus on the offensive line today. Of course, as always, we thank everybody who makes Lockdown Browns their first listen every single day. Whether it is on your favorite podcast app, make sure you're following, subscribe, five-star ratings, written reviews, or on YouTube. Uh, well over 2,100, about 350 away from 2,500. Let's just keep the amount of subscribers going over there. Could be more thankful, obviously, to everybody uh, and the effort they've put in here as we take you know Lockdown Browns to the next chapter. Um, and as Garrett said, I don't think there's anything that's changed in the NFL probably over the last 60 years more than offensive line versus defensive line play, um, especially where it all comes down to. Um, you know, you want quarterbacks to throw for 300 yards, they better be protected. You want running backs to run for 150 yards, there better be holes. It's just simple. I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. And that's where the Browns have been extremely fortunate for the last couple of seasons with the success that they've had is putting together this incredible offensive line uh, we're going to start here today we're going to start on the veterans i mean this offensive line the way it is constructed you talk about the interior play the two guards and joel batonio who a lot of people feel is probably trending towards you know if not an immediate induction into canton somebody who could be worthy of making a throw football hall of fame one day why eller first got here to cleveland in late 2019 Finally got to start later in the season, about halfway through. And you saw a player who, you know, in Buffalo, there was just, you know, no really time for playing time for Wyatt Teller. Hit the ground running in 2019, spent the offseason in 2020 during the height of COVID. 
just doing everything he could to make himself a better player, make himself quicker, bigger, stronger. And you saw it in 2020 with an incredible season from Wyatt Teller. That continued, of course, into 2021. Jack Conklin, this is a man with literal all-pro potential. Twice has made either a first-team or a second-team all-pro team. Jack Conklin, the issue's always been health. And when Jack Conklin is healthy, he is one of the best right tackles in the game. There is no way around it. The thing is, though, he's built more, and I've said this a million times before, he's built more like an athlete than he is a traditional offensive lineman. So he's subjugated sometimes to injuries. And with the way Jack Conklin's body is injured, he's one of these guys that has a really, really difficult time playing up to you know his abilities when he is dinged up. It's just something some guys can do, some guys not and with the way his body is built it's always been an issue for him but you know 2020 was a fantastic year for him 2021 as we all know was a down year uh still working his way back from a serious injury but all signs seem pretty positive here for you know 2022 as far as Jack Conklin what could be maybe possibly his final season with the Browns uh they got together reworked a uh, contract to make sure you know Jack was here for 2022 and puts Jack in you know in an option here if he puts together a really really solid year he could head to free agency still at a decent age in a chance to you know secure a ton of money over the next couple of seasons but this is the engine of the Browns offensive line for 2022 we're going to get to the other parts here as we go on through this episode but this is the vital part of what is this offensive line for the 2022 season, Garrett? Yeah, th- th- this is, is to me, where everything starts for the Cleveland Browns. It's the engine. It's, it's what makes everything go. Um, if you like Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, we talked about those guys in, in preview in the running back position. Uh, but without these guys up front, dude, you're not getting none of that off. Uh, these guys up front have been for, I would say, the last two years, starting in 2020, um, one of the best units, if not the best unit in the, in the league. Um, and they had what we call the triumvirate in the middle. You had both of the guards in the center playing at a very high level. Um, and we moved to Nick Harris a little bit. We'll talk about some of the newcomers on the line in a little bit. But like you said, it all starts up front with the guard position. Um, Wyatt Teller is a guy who, uh, to me, has been one of the, the best stories in the game. It's very rare that you see a guy come into the league and not hit his prime. And, and turn himself into a Pro Bowl type quarter or Pro Bowl type offensive lineman and player, and they're past their 25, 26, 27th birthday. That's just something that uh, the Cleveland Browns did a good job of identifying. Uh, this guy, I don't know if they thought he was going to turn into the all pro that he is at guard, but one of the top 10 guards at the position, no doubt. Joe Batonio, we talked about him. You know, he's a guy that can, can potentially be talking about a, a gold jacket one day uh, and what he's able to do. Very consistent in the run game, very consistent in the pass game. I think uh, if you talk about Wyatt Teller, he's more of an explosive run blocker. He's one of those guys. He gets beat from time to time in pass rush, and he'll hold a little bit in pass rush. But when it comes to the run game, he's as dominant a, gu- a guard as a, when you're pulling and, and whether he's athletic, mobile, good feet, strong as an ox. The guy's a monster up front. So then we go to Jack Conklin, and I think, and, and this is how I know. Shout out to you. Shout out to you, Jeff. This is how you know when somebody is on top of that game and they know what it is. You you spoke on it, and you don't. You were one of the only other guys that I've ever heard mention this uh, this beside myself. Jack Conklin's build. When you talk about his build as an offensive lineman, he's more linear. He's more lean. He actually, to be truthful, he's a great athlete, but he plays a lot high. He can play high because he's that good of an athlete, right? Sometimes when he puts himself in position, um, in bad positions is when his legs are straight. 
and he's he's bending at the waist and not at the knees. He's not a great bender, um, but he's such a great athlete that he can do a lot of things because he's he's just a, a gifted athlete as far as moving his feet fast. He can he can get in some bad positions and get out of them. But sometimes when you're not playing with proper technique and you got a lot of trash around you, a lot of garbage, and especially that happens from tackle to tackle. That's going to happen every play. You tend to have some injuries with your lower body. You tend to have some injuries uh, in terms of, of your feet, ankle, and legs. So, for me, he when he's healthy, he's one of the better tackles. He can be, like you said, he can be have all pro potential. But the the thing is, what we're gonna see this year is how how is this gonna work out? Are we gonna see more of Hubbard? Are we gonna, uh, you know, are we gonna be uh, seeing some more of, of some of the guys that are, are coming in to spot check for him? I'll be interested in seeing the first few days what the what the recipe for getting staying keeping him healthy is with Kevin Stefanski in in the uh, in training camp. I don't think he's gonna be playing every game. I, I I would be surprised if he plays in any preseason games. He might be a guy that just practices. He's not going to play in preseason. They're going to try everything he can do to get him back up and ready by the time we need to get going uh, first game of the year. You wonder, and actually that's a, a, a solid point you brought up, you wonder if he's going to kind of get like the J.C. Treader treatment where it's going to be like, look, we know what you, we know what we got on game day. Um, And right now the only thing we're concerned about essentially is game day. We've got Hudson. We've got Hubbard. We can achieve everything we need to achieve, you know, through camps, through preseason games with either one of those players um, and making sure that we can at least do the best possibility to get as many of 17 games plus out of Jack Conklin in the 2022 season. It's led, you know, by the interior. It's led by Batonio and Teller. It's led by their play. It's led by their work ethic. It's led by their diligence. Um, and, you know, what better way to look at other <laughs> players than to say, that's that's it, man. That's the standard. This is the way we um, you know, these guys, even though they are the most talented players in the room, they're the hardest workers in the room. They are there for every drop of film time. Film time. This is what is expected. Um, before we start shifting things here, I thought it's funny, Garrett, that this broke over the weekend is the Browns may be looking at a possible backup to Jacoby Brissett. Man, we talked about this 30, 35 days ago. I mean, look, I love, look, I, you know, Jacoby Brissett, all of this stuff. But I mean, we did. We don't. We actually did an entire episode based on the fact that you got to look at Josh Dobbs and say if there's a series. I mean, this team could be one snap away from Josh Dobbs playing six, eight, ten games, whatever the number could possibly be. Man, we already approached this. <laughs> this is why. This is why you should be. You should. This is why we are the place to be when you talk about Locked On Brown and these podcasts. There's a lot of no disrespect to them. Um, but but as far as we go, I'm, I'm in the rooms where, you know, I talk to Mary Kay. I'm talking, uh, I'm on Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. We do this show. We're ahead of the learning curve on that. A lot of these national guys and some of these these uh, these these national dudes, they be in left field. I'm like, me and Jeff broke that, broke that down four to six weeks ago. <laughs> We've been on this. like, but, and, and I'm sitting there thinking like, uh, yeah, duh. If he get, like, he, especially if he's suspended for, you know, six Josh Dobbs has thrown like 13 passes in the NFL. You're just going to hand him the offense of a team that has legitimate division aspirations. Come on, guys. Come on, stop playing. Come on, come on. You know, you know what time of day it was. Stop acting like y'all brand new out here. 
We're going to do it up here. We're going to go to two third players on this Browns offensive line. Um, one getting his, you know, final, I mean, not his first crack at significant playing time. The other one, uh, maybe a little confusion as to what Jedrick Wells has done through two seasons in the NFL. We're going to get to all this, your latest Locked On Browns, Mr. Garrett Bush. And, of course, Jeff Lloyd keeping it here for you guys on a Monday morning. BlueNile.com. At Blue Nile, you can celebrate all of life's special moments from creating the custom engagement ring of her dreams to gifting a classic and timeless jewelry piece, all at prices you won't find at a traditional jeweler. Whether you're ready to pop the question, it's time. She's been with you through ups and downs. You've been there for everything for her before her feet get cold and she might want to go looking for something else, let her know. She's the one for you. You can find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, the size, the clarity, as well as the setting style. And Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then handcraft her the perfect engagement ring. Each ring is one of a kind. With Blue Nile, make I'm sorry, make your jewelry sparkle from BlueNile.com. And Lockdown Browns listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use Lockdown, all cap base. That's Lockdown. Plus, every order is insured. It ships for free. And it arrives in discreet packaging that will not give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and go to BlueNile.com today. Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast. I want to thank every single one of you out there for making uh, the Locked On Browns podcast your first listen every single day. And we're going to thank you for what you're doing on YouTube. Over 2,150 subscribers. We said we wanted to get 2,000 before training camp. We just said, you know what? We're just going to keep pushing it, man, because y'all keep showing up. Let's go keep knocking them down. Let's get to that 2,500. Let's get to that 3,000. Also, if you're a fan on Locked On Browns podcast, make sure you're going over to subscribe to the Ultimate Cleveland Short uh, Sports Show. A little under 11,000 followers that we your subscribers that we got. We want to continue to give you the Breast Browns content. And if you're into interviews, you want to hear from the people. We got Browns players. We've already had Eric Metcalf, already had Joe Thomas, Jaquel Jackson every single weekend, Lee Roy Hoare every single every. We have Aditi. We have all these individuals. Mary Kay, if you are involved and you are a real Browns fan, and you you want to stay in contact with what's going on, go ahead and hit that subscribe button over there at the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, and make sure you are continuing to support the Locked On Browns podcast and downloading that wherever you get your podcast. Jeff, we talked about the big dogs in the middle. Uh, Wyatt Teller got to by uh, Joe Botonio. We even talked about Conklin. Um, now let's get to some of the newbies. The newbies are in the building. Nick Harris has played a little bit. Uh, he's he, JC Treader is a guy who's performed admirably here. Um, but JC, he he was a, a guy who didn't couldn't even get to a point uh, where he was practicing consistently because they were saving his legs, saving his legs, saving his body. And that's what happens when you get guys that are veterans over a certain age. Uh, you, you can't the wear and tear just gets on them. You can't be practicing them like that. You can't go full go. So just think how impressive the, the offensive line has been when the anchor of your offensive line has not even been able to practice. They can't go over blitz pickup. They can't go over the calls. That's just That just shows you how smart J.C. Treader is, I, obviously, as the NFL Players Association uh, president and, and team rep. 
uh, he shows that he's smart as heck being able to go out there, execute those plays, and just come on, on Sunday and do his job. Nick Harris is a guy that the Browns are very high on. Uh, and when you are doing uh, building a roster, right? And, and uh, I thought this was interesting. Uh, and I can't forget who, who said this, but uh, as I'm doing prep and, and talking to other different people, they talked about it. You know, it's imperative that when you're paying your quarterback now and you are paying him $46, $47 million a year, right? And you are playing a franchise DN and you just gave out one of the most, the biggest contracts for a cornerback in the game. You're paying Amari Cooper $20 million. Heck, you even giving Nick Chubb some bread, Right. It's important that the positions as your position groups get older, as they get a little bit longer in the tooth, you got to develop, you got to draft, you got to get something out of these fifth round picks. It's imperative to get uh, Nick Harris to come in and be a, a, a competent starter because you know how that, what that builds, that builds longevity. Now you can say, well, We'll plug Nick Harrison. We're not going to lose much with J.C. Treader. He's under contract. He's under asset. He's cheaper. He's younger. And our offensive line gets younger, but we're not losing any drop in production. So we'll keep Nick Harrison, move on from J.C. Treader. You need that to happen at certain position groups. Center is one of them. You have to have that a defensive tackle. And you also have to have that a wide receiver. So those are the, the, you just need those guys to develop because you can't pay everybody a bunch of money and go out and fill free agency uh, and plug places, right? You got to draft well. And then on the other side, Jedrick Wills, a top 10 pick. Um, I, You know, when we talk about the build of offensive line, we talked about Conklin being a little longer. Jedrick Wills, to me, has a he's, – he's a little stockier. If, if you watch Jedrick Wills, he, he looks like a guard all day, right? Even when they drafted him out of Alabama, he played right tackle. And I was just like, I mean, it, it, it's very rare that you play right tackle and then move to left tackle in the league. Now, if you put, start off at left tackle and they figure you ain't got it, they'll move you to right tackle or guard. But it, you very rarely see vice versa, right? So um, I, I was kind of surprised uh, when, when he did go to left tackle, but he played pretty well his first year. Uh, second year, he was hurt. Um, and, and if you got an offensive lineman and you got any ankles, knees, lower body injuries, you might as well chalk it up because it's, you you play with your leg. That's your leverage. That's your punch. That's your get off. And, and, and now often the defensive lineman will just drive you in the backfield. So I'm anxious to see how he comes back. But to me, I think that the, the biggest key to the offensive line is if Jedrick Wills takes the next step. Because if you can, if you can say, Give me another third elite guy, I'll I'll take it, and then the other two guys can just play off that. So, uh, your thoughts on the the newcomers and some of the the guys that are a little less improved? The thing with Nick Harris, and this is one of the stranger scenarios, you know, that you'll ever get in sports, is a guy that has basically been the starting center for your team every single day except game day for two full seasons. 2020 camp opened. We didn't know at the time. And all of a sudden it was, oh, well, Nick Harris is out here taking the first team reps at center. And then after practice, it was, oh, well, J.C. Trenner had a little surgery, had a little knee cleanup. Um, you know, so obviously it's going to be Nick Harris. You know, we think J.C. will be ready to go for the regular season. And, you know, this we knew J.C. didn't practice much to begin with. So there was Nick Harris, fifth pick as a rookie. And he was well regarded in the draft. Problem is, there's only 32 centers in the NFL. So you, you don't really necessarily need to go out and get one in round one. 
because year in year out, there's maybe two to three teams that actually need a starting center. So it's, it kind of, it it certainly hurts these guys because most of the time they're not going to get the first contract. If you're really good, you're going to get the second contract. Um, JC Treader actually got a third one uh, in his time here with the Browns, but for Nick Harris, he's basically done everything. And, you know, in 2020, he got an opportunity at guard, and we knew Nick was a little undersized at guard, and it certainly showed when he played, you know, at right guard for Wyatt Teller a little bit in 2020. Got his one opportunity Christmas Day in Green Bay and showed extremely well. I'm sure there's some doubters that are saying, hey, it was week 15, it was week 16. Uh, He was fresh. Everybody else was maybe a little bit tired. Certainly was a short week because the Browns had played that Monday and then played again on Christmas Day. Um, But what you saw that day was a guy who was totally competent, totally ready to go, totally understanding of what his role was as a center. And for Nick Harris, it's the time. And and not a lot of guys get the get to this opportunity with as much, you know, work at it. I mean, you to say starting center for basically years, but just didn't play in games. Nobody gets those, no no backup gets those type of reps. Nick Harris has him, has him in spades and certainly he's played, you know, practiced against a million different types of defensive linemen the Browns had, whether it was an Andrew Billings, a Malik McDowell, a Malik Jackson, a Togiai, a Jordan Elliott. Um, so he's certainly gotten a ton of, ton of work. Um, and question is going to be, can it translate? Um, certainly he has two players that he can lean on, on his right, on his left, and Wyatt Taylor and Joel Batonio. And if he's even a, a, a half a millisecond off, you know, with any call he's got to make, there's a good chance Joel Batonio is going to make it for him. Um, just as hey, son, if you ain't right, don't worry, I got it. We're going to do what we got to do, and we're going to continue the flow this offensive line has had for the couple of years. Um, I, I love your point on Jedrick Wills, because the thing with Jedrick Wills is you look at him, and he's kind of like that old guy that shows up, you know, at the outdoor basketball court, and everybody's like, all right, dude, sit your butt down. <laughs> and when Jedrick Wills is healthy, you see incredible footwork. When he's got his ankle right, his footwork is incredible for the body size that he has, and it certainly throws people off. You know, times last year, the foot footwork looked very good. There were times where, obviously, the ankle was a little bit more of a problem, and he wasn't able to basically pick him up and put him down in pass pro he needed to certainly understandable um Jedrick will still just a baby still just a pop uh, best years are certainly in front of him I think the biggest key with a player like Jedrick Wills and we've said this a million times biggest key with Jedrick Wills is going to be his health there's no doubt about it but that's the key for this and look it's not like Jedrick is essentially new here but if you're going to get the healthy version of Jedrick Wells Wills you think this offensive line is going to be all right and for Nick Harris, um, it's basically can you can you put the practice into the play? And if he can, you know, there shouldn't be much of a drop off here in this offensive line. Should be just as good. Potential maybe to be a little bit better with Nick Harris, obviously being a lot younger than J.C. Treader and in a lot better physical position here. We're going to go in throughout the rest of the room here. Uh, there's still some Browns offensive linemen on this roster. I think some of you maybe forgotten about over the last couple of years, but they're still here. Certainly some newbies in there as well. Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, your latest Locked on Browns. Bet on line. Is your source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, reviews, and news, including this year's MLB All Star Wing Run Derby All Star Game. Check it all out. Bet Online is your continued source for your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action 
Bet Online, where the game starts. Welcome back to Locked On Browns Podcast. G Bush in the building, Jeff Lloyd in the building at G Bush 91. Make sure you follow at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Make sure you continue to follow there as well. Let's go ahead and show everybody on the Locked On Browns Locked On uh, Network that the Locked On Browns is the best podcast in the game. And we'll continue to put that content out. It's preseason. It's just around the corner. Training camp, just around the corner. Make sure you want to get on that ground level, man. You don't want to miss anything. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit the notification bell so you know every single time we drop those podcasts and continue to support on all of your uh, platforms where you get your podcasts. Jeff, there's a couple people that we talked about earlier uh, that you don't people don't notice here. And one of those guys, I call him H2. These two guys are, are hilarious, man. <laughs> H2, the H2 Hummers, uh, Hudson and Hubbard, right? Those are your guys uh, that, uh, you know, James Hudson got a little opportunity to play a little last year, and he struggled in pass protection. Uh, he struggled a little bit, struggled, false starts. Um, young player out of Cincinnati. Uh, he He's a guy who, when you talk about athlete, he's a great athlete, uh, was a defensive lineman, right? Defensive lineman for the University of Michigan. Uh, they switched him over, transferred to the University of Cincinnati, uh, where the Browns picked him up in, in the draft. Uh, he's an athlete, a, a guy that has the build that, that looks like could be a dominant uh, offensive line. He just needs to work on technique. And that's where the Browns offensive uh, line coach is one of the best in the game. Uh, that's where you go and you find uh, Bill Callahan. And he's working with these guys, working with, with them in terms of their, their footwork, their progression. Look what he did and can, can, continues to do with a guy like Wyatt Teller. So so Hubbard is uh, a guy that's going to also be a swing tackle. Now, he's been here so long. I think he was here in 19. Is that correct? I think it's 19. Uh, Hubbard was here in 18. Oh, Hubbard, he's Chris, Chris Hubbard. And this is just a, a, a funny, funny story. I'm just not the irony of it. Chris Hubbard was signed the day before Joe Thomas officially retired. So that's why how long Chris Hubbard has actually been around. Hey man, he's been out here for a minute. Joe Thomas <laughs> went through Joe Thomas went through a whole body metamorphosis since then. Joe Thomas is like 225 with abs now. <laughs> so, so you look at that. Hubbard gonna be your swing guy. I, I think I've seen him play every position but center. Uh I would wouldn't be surprised if, if he could snap the ball too. Uh you got Blake Hands, and he's a guy that uh that is another one of the dudes that uh, people forgot that was on his team. He got some playing time last year due to some in injuries. So you got the two Hummers, um, Hubbard and uh, also Hudson. Uh, you got Blake Hands as another guy that can come in and spot you from different places. And so I think there is some depth behind those guys. Well, I'm anxious to see uh, how exactly healthy everybody's going to be. But at least you know you got about three guys that could come in and you can plug and play those guys. And it's a luxury to have a guy uh, like Chris Hubbard who started games in this in this league. Kind of, you know, he's like your uh, – he's your Jacoby Brissett of offensive linemen, right? He's he's played – Jacoby Brissett plays about 37 um, games, started 37 out of his, I think, 50 or 60-some-odd games. Hubbard played in Pittsburgh. Hubbard started some games for you here. Uh, and uh, we'll just see if he can stay – uh, you know, healthy because injury really cost them a lot of playing time over the last couple of years. Uh, but, but they do have some uh, identified veterans that they could plug in 
if and will if something happens to some of the starters. It's a crazy deep room when you are talking in terms of reserve offensive linemen. Obviously, Chris Hubbard has has had a really, really solid NFL career. Um, I, I know, and you know, even speaking with Garrett on this, I know there's a lot of Browns fans that probably don't remember that Chris Hubbard is still here. It was literally a quiet, quiet, and it was never really mentioned until OTAs. Oh, by the way, Chris Hubbard's back, and it seemed you know, relatively quiet for a player that's played as much for this team as he has, Chris Hubbard has since 2018. Uh, I'm sorry, 2018, of course. Um, then you get to James Hudson. We got to see a lot of James Hudson last year. Some good, some bad. You know, week 17 against Pittsburgh, not so good. Week 18 against the Bengals starting, had his best day as a pro. Um, I don't think he's a guy that's going to be pushing John, Jack Conklin for playing time, um, but he's going to be a guy that the Browns can seriously consider to maybe be a Conklin replacement if Conklin does move on after this season you get to Blake Hans who's got a history here certainly a huge part of the 2020 playoffs last year was better at right tackle than he was at left tackle understandably so I mean you know for a guy you know who plays usually on the interior you can't expect so much of him at left tackle but he certainly did well for you at right tackle Michael Dunn is a name that we've talked about now for a couple of years they signed Ethan Procise as the uh, backup center um you know a veteran who if Nick Harris falters in any way there is obviously somebody there to push him um, you get to other names here. Uh, of course, you know, uh, Dawson, uh, Dawson Deaton was a pick selected in the seventh for Texas tech interior guy center, uh, you know, played a ton of center, certainly could transition to guard if the Browns need, it's going to be a battle between these guys. Um, Drew Forbes, Drew Forbes was drafted in 2019. This is a guy, a lot of people had high hopes for came in here with a ton ton of athleticism in the 2019 draft. Things have never going right. Sat out 2020 with COVID. He's been injured a ton during his time here. But this is a player that you know people had legitimate expectations for when his career started with the Browns. Ben Petrula was an undrafted free agent this year. Um, the reason I will bring up Ben Petrula is because he's from the same hometown um, where I live. Uh, graduated from the high school where my wife and daughters, uh, my wife works, my daughters attend uh, out of Boston College. Boston College obviously has a reputation for pumping out solid offensive linemen. Browns going to have to find a way to get you know four or five of these guys ready to go as their reserve offensive lineman. You have Bill Callahan. I think that accounts for a lot of warts that some of these players may have where Bill Callahan can coach you up, um, can work with you to make you a better player than you are, which is one of the joys of having somebody as significant as Bill Callahan in this room. So there's a, there's a lot here at the offensive line position. A lot of the names we are talking about, it's not going to be the worst situation in the world for them if they don't make the Cleveland Browns. Because, and again, we get to this, look, just because you're not good enough to make Cleveland Browns these days doesn't mean you're out of football. You could easily not make the top, you know, eight, nine spots on the Browns offensive line and go right away to some other team and be a swing tackle or maybe even possibly be a starter somewhere on somebody's offensive line. That's what the potential of this Browns offensive line is. It's what they have been for the last couple of years. Nobody thinks this is slowing down anytime now. There's only one change on the offensive line this year. And yes, Nick Harris is a new starter. But like we said, all that at the time that this young man has put in, it's not so much that you moved on from J.C. Treader for injuries or whatever reason it was. Nick Harris deserves a shot. And so you know the battle's here are going to be who can make these reserve spots four or five deep, however the Browns are going to keep. And there's a lot of promising names and a lot of guys who've gotten playing time with the Browns. It's going to be a really, really fun room to watch here over the summer, Garrett. I guarantee it, man. Definitely when you and, – and and you'll see what a good offensive line does for a quarterback. I, you know, you'll see 
just how much that helps the running game, helps the quarterback. And this is why so many people like me and Jeff are optimistic that the Cleveland Browns can still be competitive in, in, during this process where you don't have your elite quarterback. Uh, you, you got an offensive line, and it's due to those guys up front, what they're able to do with keeping the quarterbacks clean and what they're able to do to open holes in, in the running game for those uh, elite running backs as well. Cleveland Browns are really solid up front. They could be stellar if they get a couple of people that turn it up and, and improve over the offseason and turn themselves into full-time starters. No question about it. And, you know, we're going to continue with the training camp series uh, preview. If you haven't got to it yet, the running back episode is up on YouTube, is up, you know, on your favorite podcast app. Again, we appreciate everybody who makes it on Browns their first listen day in, day out. Wouldn't be a Monday without a technical slip up or two. Uh, make sure you're following subscribe to Locked On Browns on your favorite podcast app. Of course, subscribe to Locked On Browns on YouTube. Let's keep that number going north here as we're getting more and more. Um, actually, got a shout out today. Thanks, guys, on social media. We do the best we can here. And I know there's not a lot of um, you know, Browns content out there that be had right now. It is kind of the dead period. But, you know, look, we got work to do. We told you July, July 4th, that was it for us. Basically, for us, season started, you know, after July 4th. So can just continue to move on, trying to give you guys the best stuff we can every single day. Mr. Garrett Bush, of course, part of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, part of the Barbershop 92.3 The Fan. Uh, the week will begin here for the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, 11 to 1. And again, over there, I mean, it's, it's you know, for anybody who thinks it's a dead period, I, I guess you can, if you want to think that, whatever, you're enjoying your summer, I ain't going to fault you. But, you know, there's certainly a lot of discussions to be had about the potential of this football team and get everything ready before camp and Berea in 2022 starts. Uh, Barbershop 92.3, the fan. You may catch Garrett a little bit more over there as it is summertime, a lot of vacation hours to be had for some of the regulars. Uh, make sure you're checking out um, you know anything Garrett does solo on YouTube, always putting out content there. Keep your eyes out for the Barbershop on tour as well. Make sure you're following at GBush91. Myself at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Throw a follow over there. DMs are open. The show at Locked On Browns, follow back account. DMs are open. Questions, ideas that you all have, go ahead and feel free to you know hit us up here. We'll try to work it into the show if we can. Uh, just try to give you the best we can here. And best content day in, day out. That's what you do with a daily podcast like we have here. And you know, for everybody along for the ride, it, it means a ton. We can't, you know, always, always appreciate the support we get here at Locked On Brown. With all that being said, it's been your daily delivery. All things dog pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go, Browns.